Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome everyone to Violet Reiki Radio. We're here on the air tonight, Thursday, August 20th. And we took a little break because in the summer, everybody's kind of slow and outdoors and doing things and at the beach. I'd love to do this show from the beach, but I'm not... um, I'm sure there's a way, but um, I'm not technically um, inclined enough to attempt such a thing. I'm not saying I never will attempt such a thing, but um, <laughs> it's something to think about. But uh, welcome back. I'm so happy all of you from uh, from uh, the internet and iTunes and all you guys who listen to Violet Reiki Radio every week uh, are back here with me tonight. And we're starting up again. So I'd like to say good evening to everybody and welcome to the show. My name is Rose Jimenez. I'm your your host every week here Thursday at 9 p.m. And I am a Reiki Shihan. I practice and teach uh, four methods of Reiki, including one of them, which is the Japanese Reiki, direct from Japan via my sensei, Yakutin Inamoto, which is Komyo Reiki Kai. That is his uh, Reiki that he developed. I also teach traditional Usui Reiki Ryoho, Karuna Reiki, and Atlantean Reiki. I do sessions. I do classes. 
I just do Reiki. I love Reiki. And um, it's such a wonderful thing. Oh, forgetting to tell you guys, as of August 2nd, thanks to the wonderful Raven Keys Reiki Master, I am a certified medical Reiki Master. And you say, well, what does that mean? That means I can go into a hospital and even into a hospital OR with a client of mine who wishes to have Reiki throughout their medical procedure prior to, during, and after. It's a wonderful thing that Raven Keys is working very, very hard on getting this into hospitals and getting medical doctors and medical institutions to use on a much more frequent mainstream practice. And uh, Dr. Sheldon Mark Feldman from Columbia Presbyterian, who Raven works with, and who I've had on the show, and who I've met in person, he is a, he is the medical angel. And Dr. Feldman is also working toward this vein, getting Reiki accepted to be used alongside traditional medicine. So I have to announce at the outset of the show, kudos to Raven and kudos to Dr. Feldman. And there's a lot of us who support you guys all the way on this. And we're hoping to see this grow. And as we all would say, Raven, you know this, it's all happening. So I would like to thank the founders of the Seika Network for giving me this wonderful opportunity to present this show to you. And we are on iPhones. We're on Blog Talk Radio via internet or uh, telephone. And if you guys want to call in tonight to talk to me or my guest, Candy Mullen, the number here in studio is 347-677-0699. As you know or may not know, Reiki is universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing and instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, and spiritual development. I would also like to announce and let everyone know that on Facebook, I have a page called Reiki Ward. And Reiki Ward is available. Just go in your Facebook search uh, box up top, type in Reiki Ward, and you can post a request for Reiki healing for yourself, a family member, friend, animal, whatever. We we take Reiki requests for humans, animals, and it is global. No matter where you are, the intention of Reiki Board was to provide global distance healing for free for everyone. And uh, as I said, you can access this on Reiki Ward. Just, just type in Reiki Ward. We do at least two to three rounds of Reiki per day on all of your requests. So feel free to put up a request on Reiki Ward. Um, yeah, let me see, where am I going? I know I forgot to open up a chat window, so just bear with me while I do that. 
and then we will get on with my guest. I'm so happy that she's agreed to be the opening show after my hiatus here for a couple of weeks. Okay, there we go. We've got chat open. So if anybody would like to come into the chat room or sign into the chat room and, uh, you know, let me know you're there, make a comment, whatever, have a question, we'll, we'll put it up here. And, um, and that's about it. So now I'm going to tell you about my guest. My guest is Candy Mullen. And Candy is a Reiki master life coach, wellness consultant, and she's the owner of Reiki for the number four well-being. She completed her Reiki master training, Usuri Shiki Ryoho, in 2009. And through her personal commitment and her daily practice, she was inspired to become a professional Reiki practitioner and educator. And let's see, later that year, she launched her private practice to share treatments for those seeking relief from stress, injury, conventional medical treatments, and everyday work and life demand pressures in Atlanta, Georgia. She attributes her decision to pursue her new career after 23 years in corporate America through her own personal development, leading her to commence on a spiritual path to be afraid of service to others. And I'm just going to put in an aside here because I got to tell you, I am finding more and more this year, a lot of people are doing that. I have a few really good friends who have stepped out of corporate America and stepped into the service and the healing uh Modal service and business, business, you would say, or, or modalities or, or categories of life. And I truly believe this is what you all are supposed to be doing at this time. So kudos to everyone who have left the corporate world and are now working and being of service to the universe through the wonderful work they're doing that they're called to do. Uh, Candy also works with clients nationwide offering Reiki treatments and classes and mentors clients in creating and cultivating a sustainable and healthier lifestyle through her own personal healing experiences. So, oh, Blog Talk Radio has changed while I was gone, so allow me a couple of seconds here to navigate the new, the new, what do they call this thing? I don't even know, the switchboard or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Candy, are you with us? Hi, Rose. How are Hi. you? I'm great. How are you? Great. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me tonight to talk with you. You're welcome. Thank you for graciously agreeing to be on the show. Um, yes, and my... congratulations in your um, certification as a medical Reiki master. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't be happier. I think what Raven is doing and, and Dr. Feldman is amazing for Reiki. It's really great. And I, I, I can't wait till we get this implemented further and further throughout the country. Wow, that's fantastic news. Yeah, I'd love to learn yeah. a little bit more about that. I'll have to we'll have to chat about that a little oh, bit later. Anytime. Yeah, I, I'd love to. Uh, anything you want to know, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, well, I'm gonna ask you but just I know when I started with Reiki, um, 
I went to Reiki out of kind of desperation. I had back issues and I was at a point where I was going to a chiropractor, but I was going to him like every single day. If I didn't get a an adjustment, I just wasn't any good to anybody. And uh, I said, there has to be something better than this. Well, enter Reiki. And I took uh, the level one and I thought it was great. It was it did amazing things. I'm not gonna go into it, but it did amazing things. And then I said, I have to know everything there is to know about this. And then I have got to teach this. Everybody needs to know about it. Everybody needs to learn it. And that was the, that was the beginning of the end. So that being said, how did you come to Reiki, Candy? Well, as I often hear from other practitioners and Reiki masters, my experience was completely different than that. I didn't have this profound healing treatment. Uh, mine was by way of one day I was clearing out a bunch of emails, and I happened upon this one email, getting ready to delete it because the subject didn't, didn't appeal to me or speak to me, when I heard this little voice inside of me say, don't delete it, open it. And I kind of looked at it for a second going, what? And, uh, you know, I didn't think anything, anything of it, and I thought, okay, I'm going to go ahead and delete it. And I heard that little voice again inside say, don't delete it, open it. So I thought, okay, <laughs> I'm going to pay attention to, I'm obviously being gently guided here. So well, that's the one that goes, no, it. don't do it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And so I opened the email, scanned the content. It wasn't very relevant until I found this one headline announcing a Reiki class that was going to be offered just around the corner from where I was living at the time. And I thought, Reiki? Why Reiki? I truthfully didn't know very much about it. But that being said, about five years prior, I did have a Reiki treatment. I had scheduled it immediately following a massage treatment while I was traveling throughout Italy. So to say whether I felt completely relaxed from the treatment was hard to tell because I just had a massage treatment and I was very relaxed. And because yeah, of the communication yeah. barrier, I truthfully didn't even understand or didn't even know what the massage therapist was doing. So I never really gave it much thought after that again. So it was interesting. Um, here I am sitting there and I'm opening up this email and I'm feeling very drawn to take this class. So I did, I registered for the Reiki level one class. And after taking that class, I knew that I wanted to go on and take the level two. At that point, I knew I wanted to take level two. I wasn't quite sure that I'd go on to the master level training and go on teaching it. But so that's how it happened for me. It was more of this general guidance or a um, little bit of a push to uh, go ahead and this is something you need to do. And, you know, I just have never looked back since been a really wonderful amazing experience it's like a nudge you're getting a little nudge they just keep nudging you like an inch or two at a time <laughs> and yeah. before you know it you're totally entrenched and oh um, completely you completely immerse yourself in it and uh, that's you know i just found the the daily self-treatments and the changes and you know this was at a time this is in 2009 where there was just so much um, you know happening with the financial crisis on a global level and you know so much uncertainty in you know our everyday life work-life demands and pressures and things of that nature it was really a great way for me to be able to relax and kind of step back and think clearly through things and, and not carry this overwhelming feeling of anxiety and not knowing and what next. So it was a, a really great 
support for me uh, on a personal level, experience some healing, but also to personally develop. Right. It's amazing. It kind of, uh, I don't want to use the word forces because that's not what it does, but through the daily practice and the daily meditation and um, doing the uh, self-treatment, it really opens you up to see things that maybe you would not have seen if you were not practicing Reiki or doing this on a daily basis. So it does open you up and, and make you uh, aware of things that you normally would not be. Awareness and, uh, and clarity, you know, getting clearer around things. Um, you know, yes. oftentimes, you know, we've just got so much going on and just trying to clear through and being able to make at least somewhat well-informed decisions of, you know, what next for us or what to pursue or how to handle something or uh, work through a challenge or an issue. You know, it's, I can't say enough that the practice just has, you know, helped me in so many different ways um, tremendously. And that's what was so easy for me to make uh, the decision or transition to want to practice on a full-time on a professional level and help others um, to not just with healing treatments, but to learn the practice for their own self-care. Right, right. Because uh, you said you were in banking? Was that was the industry? I in banking? Yeah. No, I was in healthcare sales for a number of oh, years. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was in selling PHRs and, or personal health records, um, consumer health content, connecting hospitals, connectivity, that kind of, that kind of work. Mm -hmm. Helping consumers and patients primarily. Right. Right. Any kind of sales, though, is, is high pressure. It's always pressure. And uh, I could see where Reiki would definitely help. I was in law, and that was a lot of pressure as well. When I don't know about you. What I used to do is I would um, leave my office for lunch and either have my lunch or start with the Reiki, but a half an hour of my lunch hour was dedicated to lunch and Reiki. And I would go to my yeah. car and do go to my car and do self treatment. And, you know, <laughs> fellow employees would pass great. by the car, see me there with my hands on my head, going, "What the hell is she doing?" Sometimes well, they knock on the window. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be even better in five minutes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's so interesting that you say that because where I was living when I first, uh, where when I started my practice, I was in uh, the Midtown area of Atlanta. I wouldn't necessarily call it downtown, but, you know, surrounded by a lot of businesses, high rises, office buildings and whatnot. And I would have from the surrounding area different clients come usually during their lunch hour just because it was a stressful time, 2010, 2011, a lot of layoffs going on. And so those, oh, yeah. those that were in directly you know, HR managers and people directly involved and related in that aspect of their profession, um, it was really a challenging time for them. So they would on their lunch hour schedule appointments with me and just chill and fall asleep and relax and then feel great, feel rejuvenated, ready to go back at it again. But it helped them quite a bit just to escape 
you know, what they were experiencing and help them to let go and, and, and ease some of the symptoms that they were experiencing from, you know, what they were challenged by in their professional life. Oh, definitely. I mean, I would walk in, usually my lunch was like from one to two, and I would walk in after that half hour of Reiki treatment, and in my mind and the way I felt to my body uh, and mind, it felt like I was walking in at nine o'clock in the morning. It was like, you know, everything that had gone on from nine to one disappeared. <laughs> Right, and I was, it was like starting my day all over again. It was like, wow, this is great because doing all of that, the deadlines, the rushes, the craziness that goes on in law, uh, seven hours or seven or eight straight hours. I mean, really, at five o'clock, you come out of there like a limp noodle, and and your <laughs> mind, you don't even you don't even know your own name at that point. But to go in after lunch like it was the morning, and then. When five o'clock rolled around, I was like, oh, I'm just going off to lunch, la, la, la. And I was more of a normal person. It was just, it was, again, it was a miracle. So, uh, right. yeah. Yeah, wow. and you don't tend not to carry a lot of that from the day home either when you have yes. that opportunity to do, you know, even if it's a 15, 20-minute treatment, it just allows you to, you know, put you back into a frame of mind where you can now let work go and, um, be you in your personal time, personal life, you know, home life, whatever that is for each individual. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because I remember a period of time where I really was kind of like burning the candle at both ends. And I was doing, uh, well, I was taking care of my mom who had Alzheimer's and even her doctors had said to me, you know, how are you doing this? And it's like, I'm just doing it. I'm doing what I have to do. <clears throat> but I had had a bad night with my mom i was up all night i did not get much sleep and when i walked into work I, I looked like i was like dying so uh about lunchtime i went into the ladies room and i said you know what it's time so i went i sat in one of the stalls and i just did a little bit of hatsureho and then i did the microcosmic and i'm running this energy through <laughs> my body <laughs> I got out, I washed my hands, I walk out of the ladies room and the receptionist said to me, what did you do in there? <laughs> she said, you went in looking like a dead person, you came out looking like you're you're alive and raring to go. I said, yeah, just a little reiki. <laughs> what are you doing? But uh, yeah. So yeah, I want to ask you a question I also ask everyone is, if I came to you for the first time and said, Candy, what is Reiki? What would you say to me? Well, there's so many different, you hear so many practitioners talk about it, I guess, in um, it being this universal energy, which, you know, Reiki is, well, Reiki, the word universal energy. Um, but it's a balancing practice and it's a practice, it's a very subtle spiritual healing practice um, that one can practice for self-care and also offer as treatment for others, including pets and animals, uh, a practice that's beneficial for everyone. Very I'm telling you, that is one of the best definitions I've heard. Yeah. 
it's non-invasive. It's very gentle. It's a gentle, light, hands-on. Uh, you know, and as you know, we we don't always have to place our hands on someone. We can gently place them a few inches above the individual. And uh, but I think the the biggest thing for people just to help them understand is that it is a restorative practice, and it helps the body to balance itself. And as you and I know, when the body's in a state of balance, the body can heal itself. It can at least begin that healing process. Right. Right. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing uh, modality. And I like to combine it with other modalities. I think it really works well when you're doing a couple of different modalities uh, in conjunction with one another. You know, personally, I do Reiki and I do chiropractic and massage, or sometimes I'll replace the massage with acupuncture, whatever I'm feeling, you know, my body would like at the time. For you personally or for, for your... me personally? No, for me personally. Okay. And, okay. and I tell other people, feel free to, you know, do what works best for you. Reiki, if Reiki works well with just your, you know, um, conventional medicine or some people like to do Reiki with um, you know uh, yoga or meditation or you know all the different modalities that help us uh, grow and help maintain optimum health because you know years ago people never did anything I remember when uh, I started with my mom's doctor and he says well are you going am I going to be your doctor I said well what do you mean by that because you know, we used to, you didn't see a doctor until you were sick. And he said, I mean that, you know, you'll come to me like every three months and we'll check you out and make sure that everything is okay. It's, I don't want you to come just when you're sick. You know, it's like preventative maintenance and stuff. So I said, oh yeah, sure. So um, I don't know what you think about this. I want you to tell me. Here in the West, I think people are too often of that mindset. I don't need a doctor. I know I'm not sick because I'm not seeing any symptoms. So they don't go. They wait until something manifests in the physical or manifests in the mental or uh, emotional. And then they go look for help. Whereas in the East, they're all about maintaining balance between all the energetic fields in the body. Right. So, uh, you think we well, have I that preclusion? I, I don't feel anything, so I don't need the doctor. I believe a lot of people just go into a, a reactive mode when they sense something is not right or they're not feeling well or something's going on with them. Rather than taking the approach or a model of preventive, through the many different modalities that are available through alternative healing and integrative therapies and um, uh, spiritual practices. And that's, I, I feel the same way in, um, in the Eastern philosophy, they take more of a proactive approach to maintaining optimal health and wellness instead of going into a reactive mode, they're proactive. Right. So I would tend to agree that, yeah, we 
we may wait too long. And, and, you know, other lifestyle habits play into, you know, factor into it as well. You know, um, what are we doing? Are we monitoring our nutrition? Are we exercising? Are we engaged in spiritual practice? You know, are we, do we understand that the true connect, the connection of the mind-body connection, the mind-body-soul-spirit connection? And um, oftentimes we just allow whatever our circumstances are to dictate how we approach or we uh, maybe wait too late to find out that, you know, we have something going on with us, maybe from a medical standpoint that we need to address now, you know, find disease or conditions. So, yeah, I think, think on the, in the Western world, we, uh, we react rather than being more proactive. Right. And I, I think, you know, uh, in the East, they're far more focused on balance with the different um, arts that they, that they, you know, partake of that, that, are part of their lifestyle and their life here we don't really i don't even know if we know what balance really is <laughs> when you think about it because even in my counseling work you know people come to me and they're stressed out and they're crazy and it's like oh but i'm doing this and i'm doing that and i don't know and and you know i've cultivated patience but i'm doing this and, and it's like yeah but been there, done that. I cultivated patience too, because like 30 years ago, I wanted it and I wanted it now, and I really didn't care. Uh, but it's like learning the patience. But after I got the patience lesson, and I got to say, I have people who tell me, wow, you have such patience. And I crack up when they say that because I'll agree, I've gotten a lot better, but I wouldn't exactly say I'm, I'm you know, Dalai Lama patient, but. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, you know, there's patience and there's, there's patience. But from my own experience, and even from having clients ask this question, I started to get a grasp that what it really is all about is balance. Because I remember when I was in the corporate world and practicing Reiki, and I was either all in corporate or I was all in Reiki. And I, mean, I couldn't at the time afford to be all Reiki because it really wasn't enough to make an income. I mean, anybody who was going into this, this business, so to speak, or taking Reiki because they think that, ooh, I'm going to make a lot of money, like, you know, the, the big names in Reiki, and they think of these people who are out there in the public eye, and they're writing books, and, and they're doing things, and people just think, oh, they've got to be making millions. Well, to the public who's listening, if you're looking to make millions and that's why you're going into Reiki, let me save you some time and money. Don't bother. Because <laughs> go into sales, get yourself into some MLMs, and you'll learn your lesson there too because MLMs will not make you any money. The only people who make money in MLMs are the ones who started them. And, um, yeah, it's not like I'm going to get rich quick and be the Reiki guru. Um, go into it because it's in your heart and, and that you feel this is your path and you truly want to be of service. You truly want to help people. And, and this is what you feel you're called to do. Uh, no one should ever really go into any business just to make money. 
uh, purely. But I'm getting off track here. When I was dabbling in both, one foot in corporate, one foot in Reiki, I hated it, and I would tend to overdo. I'd either overdo the corporate and forget Reiki completely, you know, uh, or the other way around. And I realized at that point in time, because I knew there was something wrong with my life. Things were not going the way they were supposed to. And I got it one day because spirit helped and said, it's balance. And I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. So then I started practicing the balance thing because it's like, even if you dedicate an hour a day to four or five different things, and you do that on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be the same four things every day, but pick four different things that you know you need to work on. They could be personal things. They could be business things. They could be other things. But I learned it's all about the balance. It was an amazing lesson. Oh, right. Absolutely. Um, well, and that's funny that you say pick four things and, and focus on them, you know, each day it doesn't have to be the same one. That could just be overwhelming to an individual right then and right, you know, right there. Pick on one <laughs> yes. thing to work on right? <laughs> with everything else that, you know, so many people are faced with today or dealing with. Well, if we're, and, if we're uh, looking for balance, I think it would have to at least be two. But yeah, I agree. Four might be a little overwhelming. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and I... I I, I share with my clients when they're trying to make some changes in their schedule and their time management and incorporate more uh, spiritual practice and um, live, leading a more uh, a healthier lifestyle. You know, one of the things, you know, I suggest for them to do, well, and one of the biggest things because it really helps to keep them accountable. They have something they can look at and say, oh, this is what I'm suggesting, is identify especially on a Sunday before the week begins, identify each day what your schedule is going to look like. That way you have a clear plan in front of you. You know, I'm going to arise at 6.30 a.m. and do my Reiki treatment from 6.35 to 7.05 and 7.05 to 7.45. I'm going to do my meditation practice and, and so on. And I think that really helps individuals to to stick to a plan or something that works for them and something that they have tangible to look at to remind them that's right, you know, I committed to doing this. And so having just that, making that commitment and making that plan um, ahead of time and knowing what you're going to do each day. It's just like when you come home from work and if you don't have a plan of what you're going to eat, how many times do we tend just to grab whatever because we're hungry and we don't feel like cooking? We just, we just don't know what we want at that time and we don't want to wait for the delivery person to arrive or something, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just having a good plan um, for each day of the week and following through with it and committing yourself to it. You know, Reiki practice is a commitment. It's a commitment to self. Just exactly. like anything else that we do. Exactly. A lot of people don't see it that way, but that's very true. That that's what it is. And uh, what I recommend to my clients, because a lot of them are like, I don't have time. I can't. I don't. I'm like, no, 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 no. Get yourself an appointment book. Because I did this years ago when my husband and I were trying to save money for a house. Got the appointment book out <clears throat> and said, okay. I marked off every week what amount we had to deposit into the savings account just like a bill, 
because they said, you know, we pay bills every month, same amount, you know, and we never seem to have any money. So we're going to include a deposit to savings, and that's the, um, you know, that's that's the money we need to down. That's the down payment bill, okay? And we did it. And within about, I think it was a year's time or something, we had saved ten thousand dollars. So now, what I have my clients do, and I don't have time. I'm like, okay, you get your little appointment book, whatever, put it in your calendar. Everybody has a smartphone with a calendar. I don't care who you are. <laughs> and, and right? You no, that's true. Think about paper. all that's available to us that we can. Dedicate time, allocate time, commit to the time, hold ourselves accountable. All caught up in twenty, you know, twenty-first century life, and everything starts because most, you know, most people don't meditate, don't take time out for themselves, don't have a practice like Reiki, a personal and spiritual practice that allows them to do what we do each morning or whatever. So I'll tell them. Put yourself in your calendar. You can make it a 15-minute block or you can make it a half-hour block. I don't care. Whichever works for you. You could start with 15 minutes and then bump it up to a half hour if, if you see you can do that. But all I'm asking you is for 15 minutes. Take that 15 right. minutes for yourself. If you're going to do 15 minutes of meditation, you could break it out into five minutes, morning, lunchtime, evening, or you could do the whole 15 minutes in the morning. Do whatever you want. Do meditation. You could do Reiki. You can do um, yoga if you like. You can do treadmill. What? What? But take 15 minutes for you because a lot of people are living life and rushing and they have no time for them. And they keep taking on the burdens of their husbands, wives, children, parents, employers. You can't. You'll burn out. And the worst offenders, okay, I'm sure you know this, the worst offenders are those of us in the health and healing field. Right, exactly. Caregivers. <laughs> yes, well, caregivers. You know, especially in the uh, medical field, the healthcare field, you know, the caregivers are taught how to care for others, but they're not necessarily taught how to care for themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, as a matter of fact, it's two years in a row that I've done this when uh, it's uh, National Nurses Week. I open up and I post all over social media, free hour of Reiki for any nurse that books an appointment with me. Wow, that's great. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, they need it. <laughs> yeah, they do. And, and they're in the group of the ones who just don't, oh, yeah, uh, I, I, could, I could do that. I could avail myself of it. And I got to tell you, last year I had, this is why it, it's like, God, uh, it's sad. But last year I had three nurses, three, avail themselves of that. And this year, I had one who said, yes, I'm coming, and no one came. So it's wow. like, yeah, we really need to learn how to take care of ourselves, accept care for ourselves from others who are willing to give it, um, really kind of realize that if you are a caregiver and you are in the healing field or whatever, that you do need to take time for yourself and to know 
it's not selfish. I think too many of us grew up, and if we if we kind of showed that we wanted us to come first in something, our parents said, oh, no, that's selfish. And we feared the selfish word. So we started this practice of putting ourselves in the back. And it's, it's, it's really, it's a hard thing to break with because so many people, I see this so many times, so many people who do this and are in this work, Oh, so-and-so needs me, and this one needs me, and that one needs you. Okay, but, you know, picture yourself. You're like a, a water picture, and you are doling out water to everyone. But if you don't take care of yourself, which is like filling up the picture, then you're not going to have any water to give to anyone. So All right. Yep. Treat wow. myself first before treating others. You know, I think there's a, an awful lot of, individuals that are out there that feel a sense of guilt um, yeah. I should be doing this I should be doing that I don't have time to take I don't have time to take the time for myself really yeah because I myself. think that's, and there's just this tremendous amount of guilt out there and the it's, it's interesting to 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 when I hear somebody you know say well I, I, I just don't have the time I can't make the time for it well let me help you make the time for it yeah I mean <laughs> you must not follow I, you know you know and, what and, happens you know, Go ahead. But, oh, no, you know, we, we, were, we were talking earlier about electronic calendars and whatnot. You know, our, a, lot of our, um, a lot of the phones that we're using today, these smartphones, you know, with these apps that have timers on them, and you can set interval timers, yep. and it can help you through a variety of, you know, different practices, but especially Reiki treatment, um, Reiki self-care treatment. It's just the ideal way of having that support there um, that you don't happen to fall asleep um, during the middle of your treatment. Perhaps it's in the morning and that won't serve you well because you have to be at work at a certain time. And, um, you know, just, just all of these different things that we have available to us to yeah. be able to practice and um, schedule that time. It's, it's interesting. Uh, there's just an awful lot that um, there's an awful lot of opportunity for us, and and Reiki practice being so easy, such an easy practice, you know, over meditation, you know, meditation can be such a struggle in trying to clear the mind, oftentimes. Right, right. But with the Reiki practice, you know, um, oftentimes that helps people in their meditation practice, even. So it's a win-win, just to take the time and knowing that you're doing for the good of yourself, and um, it's going to help you and whatever um, aspects of your life that it can support you on. Right. Well, I think what it is, and, and now I'm not bashing social media people, but <laughs> I think everybody wants to be so, quote, in, quote, with the crowd and doing what everybody else is doing. We all want to be in the pool, but we're losing sense of individuality. And... It, that's part of the reason why people just don't take time for themselves. It's like, if I take time for myself, I'm going to miss out on something. It's like, you know how there are children who like to stay up late because they don't want to miss out on what the adults are doing? Oh, it's like, like me we're like, <laughs> you and me also. Yeah, I never wanted to go to bed early. I'd miss no. something important. <laughs> right, yeah. And it's like people who are addicted to Facebook. 
they don't want to miss what's going on on Facebook, you know? And it's like, yeah, I've ignored Facebook for a day or two at a time. And it's like, oh yeah, this is still here. Didn't miss much, but it's, yeah, exactly. it's just, <laughs> same old, same old, but we all get caught up in it. And, um, that's, I think what we have to guard against because instead of looking, you know, everybody's asking for things that they can find within and everybody's looking outside of themselves for it. Everybody wants love. Well, where do you find that? Within. Everybody wants peace. And where do you find that? Within. Everybody wants to become enlightened. Where do you find that? Within. So instead of going in, we're all going out <laughs> and it's not really helping. But Little by little, I think, you know, things like uh, Reiki and all the other good things, uh, meditation and yoga, and it's it's taking hold. I mean, I've noticed from years ago, um, yoga seems to be out there in the forefront or maybe meditation and then yoga. Uh, and I think maybe we could say we're kind of right behind those guys, but things are building because years ago and you said to somebody, I meditate or I did yoga. They're like, what are you, some freaking hippie? Or <laughs> it was like, right. it wasn't <laughs> met with, Oh, where can I go and learn that with you? So. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I, there's quite a few people out there that I think are starting to recognize or, um, and this is my personal experience um, just from, you know, now I'm in Clearwater. I was started my practice in Atlanta. And it's interesting from just even three years ago, I look at the demographics of individuals that are coming to me to learn Reiki, and that has changed drastically, for me at least, in the past three years. I have no idea if it's um, because of my demographics or just the landscape of it and people recognizing earlier on that there's something more and they want to grow and they're looking for an alternative way of doing that. And so I've yeah, noticed I that say, shift a little bit in the last three years. Now I was going to say that you were in Atlanta and now you're, you're in Clearwater, right? Yes, I'm in Clearwater yeah. right now. Yeah, I right have now. to. I yeah. have to come visit you. My next uh, trip down to Florida, which should be coming up soon, because um, I have friends in Tampa and Clearwater. So uh, oh, I got to drop in on you. <laughs> what were you? What are the dates? Oh, well, we'll get oh, that later. Yeah, I don't have any any. Um, I got too much going on. I don't. I don't know exactly when, but I know it's coming up in the next couple of months. Um, I've always wanted to go down to Florida in like December or January and haven't been able to. Just want to see what it's like. I go down in the summer months, like June, July, <laughs> and then it's oh. like I'm dying. But um, wow. yeah, yeah, it's getting yeah. hot. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a well, friend in you... Boca, and every day before we'd go out, we'd go to the garage. And uh, she would say, this is so, because she's dying for me to move down there, but I'm sorry, I got news. I wouldn't be moving over there in Boca. It's a little bit too crazy. It's just like New York. If I did, it would be the Tampa Clearwater area. I'm also very enchanted with Dunedin, but um, that's another topic. Very but, cute uh, little town. It really is I, a great little town. Very cute little Main there. Street area right on the water. Yeah. And they have really a high Scottish population. I mean, God, that would be just like home. But um, 
it's like you know crazy but um yeah so i should uh, have you give me a reiki session when i get down there so you're now in 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 florida and have you found that from georgia to florida you've gotten more clients and you think it's got something to do with the location or like you said is it something with the um you know with what's going on the demographic yeah i i i had a, a much long a larger client base in atlanta uh, i don't know if it was just more widely accepted i don't know if it's because i was in you know a uh an area where people were much you know very open to uh, other types of healing opportunities. Uh, they just had, had more of an open mind and found that the that Reiki treatments were very beneficial. Um, you know, I've only really started offering classes only in the last year here. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, again, kind of building again and starting, starting not, I wouldn't say necessarily over because you know, I still have my clients that I work with in Atlanta. You know, I just do distant treatments with them or, or sessions. Right. Um, and then, you know, and I, teach, and I taught a class up in New Jersey back in July. I taught one in Alabama. So, I, you know, I do travel around a little bit to teach some classes. But I, it's definitely a different, I would say, a little bit of a different clientele. Um, but the age it's 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 i'm seeing the change in you know i'm finding a younger kind of a younger crowd that is very interested and and mm -hmm. curious and um wanting to explore more i think maybe that's the way of putting it yeah um yeah. and then and then again um then there's that 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 population of uh, individuals uh, women between the ages of 45 and 65 that seem to be very drawn into this but it's a lot of times anyway you know women around that time or that age that are you know they're starting to definitely feel you know they're moving into another direction or there's something more or um, they're opening up more in some other level and so that is still the same as in atlanta i had quite a bit of that in atlanta but it's mm -hmm. so just i don't know if it's the landscape I, I i haven't quite put my finger on it yeah uh, one question, last question, and before we get to that, I just want everybody to know that you guys can find Candy. Her website is Reiki, the number four, wellbeing.com. She is in the Tampa Bay Clearwater area of Florida. And do you want to give us a phone number where people can reach you, Candy? Sure, sure. They can reach me at 770. Three three one two six eight eight. Okay, and so you can get Reiki sessions from Candy. She teaches Reiki classes. Uh, she's also you do EFT, do you not? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of EFT yeah. work, actually. Yeah, and wellness I'm doing coaching, and yeah. Yeah, and I'm doing an introduction to EFT actually next Thursday night, August 27th in Clearwater. And I'll be in October, I'll be at Nature's Food Patch for anybody that might be on the call locally and giving a talk about Reiki and self-care and then offering some seated chair treatments there too. 
So are you familiar with Nature's Food Patch? No, Your where is that? Be in Clearwater. Yeah. It's, it's in Clearwater. It's closer to downtown Clearwater. And it's in this very unassuming little area. But it's a great community health food store. It's really awesome. Yeah. Is it like a Whole Foods? Would it be like a it's Whole Foods like type a, of it's, it's community owned. It's, well, it's a community based. Um, it's local. It is similar to like a Whole Foods, correct. I'm going to have you know, my everything in there is going to be organic. Uh huh. Yeah, every, everything's either organic or um, what they call farmer's market uh, grown. And, oh, great. Um, yeah, they just do a lot of community work. It's a great, it's a, it's, it's a great store to shop in. I enjoy. I enjoy I that great community there. room. And they offer a lot of different um, uh, classes and seminars uh, in all different areas, topics. So they have great the food, great shopping, and a lot of information for the public. Yep. Sounds like, sounds like a great place. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's right. yeah, they keep us well informed. They're a good little place. Okay, great. Well, um, just one quick question before we go. We have two minutes here and five and 50 seconds. Do you, have you heard of any new studies on Reiki or do you think we need more? What do you think about what's, what do you know about what's going on in the studying of Reiki as you know, a viable proof that Reiki works or whatever? What's going on? Well, you know, the, the, the studies have been small. I mean, I've, I've seen some of the ones that uh, the heart rate variable um, study and I've seen a couple of things that have been released, but you know, there still needs to be that um, studies done around the practice and the benefits of, you know, what Reiki can do for an individual around specific conditions, around specific diseases, around, um, you know, stress-related, anxiety-related anxiety um, symptoms and issues. Um, right. So I think that, yeah, there, there certainly could be um, a lot more that could be done. Um, you know, I've done my own little study, you know, I, I know I should not call that a study. Let's retract that. Just when I've had the opportunity to be participating, let's say, in a wellness day, right. and if anyone um, was there offering blood pressure readings, I've had, um, you know, instances where I've had five or six different people express that they were living with high blood pressure, and so we conduct a little, just, um, you know, just a, a little a little test of our own and, you know, I would suggest them, well, why don't you have your blood pressure taken prior to the, the treatment? And then uh, once we're finished the treatment, have it taken again. And in every one of those instances, oh, I'm, getting the, health I'm getting the cutoff. Uh, okay. Jamie, I want to thank you so much before uh, the video cuts us off. <laughs> thank okay. you for coming. I look forward to seeing you in the future and having you on again. Okay. Thanks so much, Rose. Have Take a care. great night. Thank you. You too. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 